0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas
2: Cowboys Football Club.
3: How about this, Cowboys? This,
0: this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app.
2: Now, here are Bill
1: Jones, Savannah Hume, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola.
2: As we said yesterday, two out of four eight bad. As we continue here on mix Shots, missing a couple of our folks, but our trusty Nate Newton sitting in with us one more time this week. I, t- I
1: tell you what, man, and, and see, this is what I like and dislike about being who I am. <laughs> uh, no, for real, for real, because I feel like, Every year, when I go to training camp or I go to spring training, nobody thinks about me. But then when they, when the season start, everybody needs a bullpen. That's right. You see what I'm saying? You're
4: saying you're the bullpen I'm the guy? bullpen,
1: baby. I'm the bullpen. <laughs> but the big difference about me, I'm a closer, too. So, hey, at least I get all the money. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, that's Nate Newton. I'm Mickey Spagnola. Savannah's with us. And speaking of bullpens... The Rangers' bullpen was pretty good last night.
1: I hear you, my brother. <laughs> you gotta, I, figured, I figured you would jump on that. <laughs> you got to have a
2: bullpen, right? One yeah. game away from winning the World Series, thanks to a combination of about five or six bullpen pitchers uh, last night holding their Arizona at bay as they scored 11 runs. Wow. First team in World Series history to put together Consecutive five-run innings. Wow! In the when it was second and third. When right? it was
4: ten to one, I was just like, "The Rangers have this in the bag."
2: I still was worried that they'd <laughs> get into that bullpen and it eleven to one turned eleven to seven and mm-hmm. had to use their closer to finish the thing. But anyway, uh, we're glad to have Nate with us. Uh, as we said yesterday, Everson and uh, Bill were off. Uh, on duty with the other jobs. And so, uh, you know, thanks to Nate, Savannah and I don't have to do this by ourselves. So we're glad to have you again.
1: Glad to be here, my friend. Glad it, to be as here, As the man.
2: Cowboys are on the practice field getting ready for these Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. And we can do a little uh, clean up some work here. Uh, Mike McCarthy on the injury update. Samantha, he did say that Tyron would not practice today. Was that right? He was. uh, I believe so. I think
4: he's with the rehab.
2: The rehab guys, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was part rehab, part uh, Veteran Day, anyway. Rest, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and he thought that Chuma Doga would do a little something. So we'll see where that one goes. But as we said yesterday, Jerry Jones was optimistic that uh, both guys, or at least one of the two, should be good for the game. On uh, Sunday, they did make a couple, uh, well, ended up with a couple roster moves. Uh, the recently signed tight end Eric Sobert uh, to the practice squad was poached by Houston. Uh, so, to replace him on the practice squad, Dakota Shepley was re signed. And they also lost Chris Glazer uh, to the Jets off the practice squad. So, these guys were only here a week. The Cowboys signed him in the practice squad. And now these guys got signed. And when you mm-hmm. get signed off a of practice squad, you're guarantee, guaranteed three weeks of uh, basically veteran money. Yeah, veteran money. So that's uh, good cool. for them. And finally, finally, Brandon Aubrey was named the NFC Special Teams Player of the Week.
4: Great. It's about time. Right?
2: What, what, I mean, what was the game? He, he made the four field goals, and he couldn't make it because some punter hit a 80-yard punt or something.
4: Oh, that was earlier on. I think that right was... a couple of
2: weeks ago, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, I'll look it up.
2: But anyway, uh, so Aubrey, uh, with his two field goals against the Rams in a career-high 58-yarder, now has 18 straight to tie the NFL record for most consecutively made field goals to start a career. And the last time the Cowboys had a special teams player named NFC Special Team Player of the Week was Brett Maher in his first time around with the Cowboys in 2018 and 2019. But how about this? The last rookie to win that award was 2011 Dan Bailey. How about that? So uh, the co- the Cowboys have you know somehow some way cobbled together some decent kickers. Uh, over the years, but Brandon Aubrey uh, richly deserves this uh, one more uh, field goal. Or the ne- if he makes his next field goal, that'll be 19 straight, and he'll have uh, an NFL uh, record to his uh, resume. So just doing a little cleanup there, housekeeping, uh, as we get you ready for the Cowboys to get ready for these philadelphia eagles yes sir uh also by the way so we probably need to talk about this they did not make any trades at the trade deadline and i don't know where you stand on you know changing out your roster nine weeks into the season but the cowboys did not make an addition
1: i'm sorry y'all i can't get involved in that i don't care (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I really don't. I got the Eagles I got to concentrate on. I, I don't think the players care. And evidently the coaches don't care. And we know upper management don't care because the one that runs it all said from day one, we ain't changing nothing. So, with this is who we are. This is what we need. I hear, keep hearing people talking about a power runner. We have him in Rico Dotto. All we got to do is use him. You know our offensive line, we can't give up a first and a second for a first for that type of lineman. So we got who we got. The only thing I did, I ask if Tyron is you gonna if you're gonna practice if you're gonna play practice if you're not gonna play, let uh, Chuma do the job. And Chuma, if you can't practice, let's just put uh, awesome out there and let's go to work. It is it is it's not a time to look back and wonder what should have been. It is about now and going forward.
2: And and the other thing I think you've got to remember is the Cowboys uh, made trades before the season started, right? Uh, They traded for Stephon Gilmore. They traded for Brandon Cooks. And they don't have next year a fourth-round pick, Trey Lance, uh, a fifth-round pick, uh, which was uh, Stephon Gilmore, or a sixth-round pick. Uh, which ended up being Brandon Cook. Mm-hmm. So they already traded a lot of draft capital already. And guess what? The trades for Gilmore and Cooks, uh, they didn't have to wait eight weeks to get these guys. They got them for the first eight weeks of the season. So
4: And Coach McCarthy said earlier today, he's very happy with where our roster is at right now. Uh, he was asked about the trade deadline, and uh, you know he, he's just content with where our guys are at at the moment and obviously we didn't make any you know notable trades during this time but we have to go with what we have right now and and that's the plan
2: and 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 really you know I'm going to go back to what you said about the offensive line who out there has excess on their offensive line that they can trade you uh for a sixth round pick say
1: you know, it's not you know. enough
2: offensive linemen mm-hmm. to start, right?
1: Mick, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I meant what I said. Y'all yeah. can talk about this. I'm through.
2: <laughs> no, I'm serious.
1: <laughs> I- I- I'm not. I- I'm through. This is who we are. You better accept
2: it and try to get better. Right. You're either all in or you're not. Right. I'm all in. Or to go back to what Savannah said about Mike McCarthy, what he was talking about today is we've got young guys that we have to grow. Yes, you do. And get better.
1: Awesome, right? Yes, TJ Bass. These guys are gonna be here. They are right now. Are great depth players, and I and I and I to my two left tackles, Schuma, Smith. If you don't, if you if you're hurt, get over there and let Awesome get in the game. He might as well get baptized by sweat coming <laughs> in right now. You know what I'm saying? Put him in. Yeah, you you. It's time to go. I mean. I'm thinking like a ex. I'm thinking like when I played. I really. If you brought in somebody, we welcomed them with open arms. We've always been that way. But you didn't. You, the coach told you. The ownership told you. You are you. You're the team.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go to work. Show, prove them right. Right. I, I think Coach exactly. Johnson told us that during one time these periods came up. He said, "I like my team." But y'all got to
2: prove me right now. Right. Prove your coach right. Because mm-hmm. I can't think of back in your day, those early 90s, making any trades uh, at nah. the trade deadline. Nah. Because it – nah, man. Well, you brought in the one year, Bernie Kosar, right? As yeah. a backup quarterback.
1: Yeah, that one was
2: – yeah. Come on, man, let's go. And then you brought in <laughs>
4: – Nate's over this. Wait.
2: <laughs> this is my favorite one that they brought in. Uh, I think it was right before the start of the season they needed a deep snapper, hmm. Dale Hellistrate.
1: straight. That is the best one, best draft, that best move we ever made. Kept him for 85 years. <laughs> <laughs> we used to
2: call him Herman the Monster. Hell <laughs> yeah. Monster. He yeah. was one of the best deep snappers ever, ever in the league. Ever. And I believe they also traded for Giesick, too, at one point. Yeah, man, Giesick can't, yeah. But we got him before the season That's from the Raiders. before the season yes, started, we got right? Him before the season. yeah. Great player. And then they picked up Nate off off the USFL before the season. Yeah, yeah. When they folded, right? Yeah, best thing they ever did, they built
1: a team around me. That's how big I was. There you go. 340 pounds.
2: (laughs) That's what we like to hear. So anyway, uh, the Cowboys stand pat. um, And and really, when you looked at it, unless somebody was giving them a sweetheart deal, you know, we saw all these, uh, they're going to trade this cornerback or that cornerback was going to be traded, and they didn't get traded. Uh, you know, the, like I said, the Cowboys made their trades before. Uh, if you liked, you wanted an offensive lineman, my question is, okay, who? Uh, because you got to be available. And, and they certainly weren't, as Nate said, weren't giving up a first-round pick or a second-round pick uh, to uh, bring in a guy that just because of injuries you needed something else. So anyway, uh, moving forward here, um, You know, the Eagles look like they're pretty healthy. We'll see when the injury update comes. Uh, But I did see it pointed out in the Philadelphia Daily News that um, Jalen Hurts is nursing uh, some sort of uh, leg injury, knee injury. Uh, He's had a gimpy knee, and they pointed out that he only ran the ball this last game against Washington four times. So they were kind of putting that – two and two together and saying okay well maybe he's protecting himself Mm -hmm. Uh, but when a guy's healthy enough to throw for four touchdown passes a career high and he also threw for a career high 300 and some yards uh, against Washington that knee can't be too bad so uh, Nate just real quick on Jalen Hurts and the growth you've seen him uh, after we watched him at Alabama and watched
1: Uh, him at Oklahoma right this kid is so mature uh, and so about the moments of life. I mean, I, I just remember a kid, Tua, taking his job in a national championship game. Who was the first guy to congratulate mm-hmm. Tua on the field? Who, who was a guy we never, I've never ever, y'all got better contacts than me in the media. I never ever heard something negative come out his mouth about any other person
4: he's just a stand-up guy yeah he really is
1: yeah so i'm saying to myself i like the growth uh he got to quit putting the ball well no don't stop this game put it, <laughs> keep fumbling a little bit you know throw, keep throwing throw a pick, few interceptions a but you know if he if he erased a couple of his interceptions uh you not know, put that put the ball on the ground he'll he would be really killing the league you know that's the only thing that's keeping him from. I mean, his stats are still up there with the best in the league. I mean, he never changes. He fumbled the ball, walked off the field. Then two, two series later, he threw a touchdown, and he's the same guy sitting on the bench.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He is. I'm like, does anything ever phase this kid? Does right. It, oh, man, so I have the utmost respect for him. Uh, he knows who he is. I think he knows who he is. You know, he's a great athlete who can throw the football. He has no problems with that. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of quarterbacks will have problems with that. They don't want to be that great athlete who, who, who has the ability to throw the ball and get him better. This kid has grown tremendously. I mean, uh, you would think that I like the Eagles, and that's one of the most hated teams for me. In the world, you know, but I, I, the player I've never hated on players I may have hated on teams
2: but not players and right now um you know he's uh he, he's thrown uh, eight interceptions eight so, interceptions yeah, and that's that's the one thing I think people are are uh, sort of looking at uh but again he he's been awfully uh productive thirteen Touchdown passes, yes. eight interceptions, and and the and I think the maybe the most impressive stat on his line here is his average gain per throw. Seven point six. It's 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 seven six. Yeah, it's pretty good. And oh
1: yeah, I'm up on this kid, man. I've been
2: seventh in the league. That yeah, ranks.
1: Yeah, I've been studying this kid, Miss Savannah. Mm-hmm. The day after we stomped the Rams, I just been going, just watching the Eagles, just because uh this is a the NFC East and uh you don't know where no one's at right now uh the 49ers has proven that fact whether it's injuries or whether it's uh just going through a bad spell the 49ers is showing everybody we are all human mm-hmm. you know so now the cowboys have seemed to got some type rhythm on offense due to Dak Due to Dak being better, I mean, we don't have no running game, but Dak is better. That makes our team better. Our defense, uh, young Parsons came out, got a sack early. That's what I tell people. He reminds me of that moody receiver. Get him off early and, oh, my God, he (laughs) going to kill you the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. But the longer he goes without making a play, the defense kind of follows his lead. So when he can get it right early, make some type of play, a hit for a loss, a run, or whatever, and he's geeked, the rest, the rest of the team just take off.
4: And that's going to be key against the yes. Eagles is our defense and yes. being able to stop Jalen Hurts, and you have yeah. to do it early enough so he's not making those passes deep down to AJ Brown for sure.
2: And yeah. I th- and I um, I heard a just one clip from Micah Parsons' podcast
5: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and it's a one-man podcast by the way he doesn't share it's just him right so if you've ever done one of these by yourself you know you're scared to quit talking that's right it's like you're scared of silence like Mm -hmm. oh if i stop what they're gonna think i don't know what what's next right and he went on and on about how good philadelphia was how good their offense was and what a challenge uh, this was going to be but uh, to me uh, you know, times when I saw Hertz in college, you were sitting there going, okay, I just don't know from a passing standpoint if he's going to cut it in the NFL. But you know what? He's improved. He improved his passing. He improved his accuracy. Uh, and Now, for the Cowboys, what they have to make sure of uh, is that uh, – they get pressure on him, but keep him in the pocket because he can hurt you when he starts scrambling and and running the ball. And that's one of the things that they've got to be cognizant of. When they rush, it's got to be a concerted pass rush, not everybody chasing him the same way and letting mm-hmm. him out of the pocket. Cause Uh, regardless of, you know, if he's got a gimpy knee or not, he can still hurt you uh, running the football. And we'll continue talking more about these Eagles coming up here on Shots.
3: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And
1: they snap at the Prescott who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first
3: down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands.
5: That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi.
6: That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor.
0: Miller Light and the Cool. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Light, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort
3: Worth, Texas. Back,
0: back to mixed shots.
4: K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. I am just reading that Jalen Hurts has been named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week.
2: Oh, very good. So we got Offensive Player of the Week and Special Teams Player of the Week. Butting heads against each other (laughs) in this game. Against those Philadelphia Eagles. It would be
1: nice to win this by three. How about one?
2: <laughs> I, I win.
1: I'm with you. Win. I'm I'm 100 with you, Mick. Win the game. Win the game. So, what do you think?
2: Um, the benefits of long, not maybe long term, but going out and winning a game like this. What does that do for you? Going. It, forward it
1: tells your team way? we're we're there. It it this team is not. And I hate to say this, as much as y'all know, I'm a homer to the boy to the wheels fall off. But they have not had this game that says we are here. Look at us. We are the Dallas Cowboys. We have not had that victory yet. We we need that victory. Now it may not last, but that one week. Right. But you need that game. And and I'll give you example because I hate to keep bringing these people up. The 49ers beat us and have lost two in a row. Three. And people still saying, hey, you know the Cowboys (laughs) and them 49ers. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying because it was a game which they have had each year saying, look at us. Right. We have arrived. And it may be only
2: short-lived, but we need that game. We need it. We need a game that says that. I was trying to remember back to last year if they had one like that. And – Maybe not until they faced Philadelphia the second time, but then they beat them without Jalen Hurts. I think when they
1: got into the playoffs, it was kind of a little bit with Tampa, just a little bit. Right. You know, Uh, and so, but you know, that was a team that was shaking all year, was Tampa Bay. But I'm telling you, if, if somehow, some way we can win this game, I don't care how ugly it is, you go on the road where your record is not that great. Is going against five hundred teams. You go on the road. You beat this team. I don't care how one point, a half a point. The key is Brandon' legs about to fall off, and he makes a (laughs) seventy yarder. I don't care how it go. You just win the game. Let people know that hey, we're here.
4: And I I know we talked about the Cowboys getting their foot. You know in the door early. You have to to score a touchdown, you got to put some points on the board early to take the lead. And I think that's still definitely key going into the Eagles because it's been proven that when they have been taking the lead early, that's where you're seeing these wins come out.
2: And that really helps your defense, right? Exactly. If if the other team's got to play from behind. So, you explain and these games were Maybe before Savannah was born, I'm not sure. <laughs> but how how important it was when you guys finally were able to beat Philadelphia.
1: You you know they got that 12 set game on us. Remember that? Oh yeah. And so does Troy. The, the what? Yeah, the game? 12 set game. when that Troy's Troy? up in the booths early with <laughs> Joe Buck. You know we had a 12 set game and a 80 probably got hit 80 thousand times. Uh, then we came back and beat them later on in the year. Kevin Martin had like an 83, 87-yard punt return to break the game open. We won, and then we started building from there. It was a game to put the NFL on notice. The Cowboys are coming. And uh, and and we got better each year and, uh, and got deeper in the playoffs each year. Uh, a lot of people just say Super Bowl. It was back, even back then. Super Bowl. We're a Super Bowl. We're, well, Jimmy didn't let us believe that. Jimmy believed that it was steps to be taken. Uh, on my show that I do, hey, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl or bust. Well, okay, fine. You None of them never been to the Super Bowl, so they don't know about taking steps. And I'm just being straight up honest. They don't know about taking
4: steps. Mm-hmm.
1: But what the Cowboys need to do is take a step. Beat a team that you don't know. We don't know what the Cowboys and Eagles going to do. Like we didn't know what the 49ers and Cowboys – beat a team like that this is what separates the Kansas cities from the world and when the Cincinnati Bengals are, are healthy you know and even this game I'm watching the Miami Dolphins and Eagles I left from this game they dominated Miami I left from this game saying wow Miami okay they had three starters going off the offensive line they got a They got a defense, offensive coordinator that's a genius mm-hmm. the head coach I'm like wow or if they had their offensive line attacker, they just could have ran the ball just a little bit, it could be a different story. See, I look at the game a little bit different than most people. It ain't always about wins and losses during the regular season. It's about can you continue to build on what you have. And so yeah. can the Cowboys build on what they have? That's why I need for my young players to be practicing. You know, if Chuma don't want to practice, if Tyron can't practice – I want awesome in their practice. (laughs) You you get what I'm saying? Getting those reps. So,
2: explain to people um, how intense these games had been with Philadelphia.
4: The rivalry. The the
2: rivalry.
1: (sighs) To the point where the coaches would, uh, you know, coaches would throw caution to the wind. Coaches would take shots before the games at coaches. And I think one time we had a deal with with Duffy where they came at our kicker. Uh, you remember that when they came at the 80, eighty-nine. Yeah, they came at our kicker. And uh, Jimmy, you know, Jimmy wanted, to, I'll go out there and I'll do this to Buddy Ryan. <laughs> it was funny. And <laughs> hey, here's another coach. Both of these guys probably could have problems tied up their shoes. And they talking about fighting. You know, they talking mm-hmm. about beating up one another. They just wanted their teams to be tough. And they took shots at us. We took shots at them. Um, it it, it wasn't no uh, what you call it, uh, but you had a, the board in the room. You, you know, you don't want to put nothing up on the board cause bulletin board material. We didn't care. <laughs> we hated Philly mm-hmm.
5: uh,
1: to the point when we went up there with their fans. We would be up in the vet, that raggedy, no good, sorry, concrete built vet. You know, but they had a jail down at the bottom. Let's <laughs> see, they had a jail and, and a judge and a judge, a jail. Yeah, and a judge. Yeah, because they would fight the other fans and even fight their own their own selves. They're like cannibals. But anyway,
2: it's the only place I think I've ever gone when they when there was fights break out in the stands. Yeah, mm-hmm. that they actually landed punches. Yeah, yeah. I the mean, other stuff real. is kind of wrestling and everything. But in Philadelphia,
4: they're fighting. They
2: were fighting,
1: and so. But we, you know, we would talk to the fans. Crazy. They would throw uh, batteries. They put snow, get batteries and wrap them up in snow and chunk them. Yeah, it was it was heated, and they had our number. They they used to they used to grind us up. And uh, I knew we had finally conquered them when we beat them that year before. Came back and had the the the, the, the first playoff time, and we came back the next year, and. Uh, Troy, at our first home game against them, Troy, we was messing around. We had to lead, But Troy, like, he just stopped. Quit BSing. I want to score one more on these son of a – when Troy (laughs) said that, I'm like – I knew right then going- we went down and scored, <laughs> boy. Troy, like, yeah, because you know, he wanted because those twelve sacks, I guess they hurt.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> they, although when when Daniel he Jones, was over it, yeah, it, yeah. It was the Monday night game when Daniel Jones got s- sacked. I think it was eleven times. Well, yeah. He was saying, he was saying, you know, I got sacked by Philadelphia eleven yeah. times. He goes, and I don't remember it being that bad. <laughs> yeah, but, like but you know what? But it
1: was. It was. It was, I mean, I, I look back one time and I just don't see how he got up. I just, and then, and I'm not trying to deflect, but I watched Dion's son, Colorado, oh. go against that, against A, and then he just went and sat on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and all it brought back was flashbacks of Troy. I'm like, wow, I've been there, been a part of that. Mm-hmm. And never. It, it, it should do something to you as offensive lineman, and and I know we supposed to be talking about Philly. We are talking about Phillip. we are talking Philly. And Jimmy came in the next. Like I said, we was getting ready to prepare for them the next time. Jimmy didn't say much. Troy didn't say a word after the game. Jimmy didn't say much, but that Tuesday we was off. We come in Monday. We were off on Tuesday. That Wednesday morning mm-hmm. we had a meeting. And uh, the first thing he he told us he, he looked he said I want I want this meeting uh, I need to, for y'all to hear me as a team, and he said uh, y'all y'all understood what happened last time our quarterback got sacked twelve times uh, he was hit just times we can't even count how many times he was hit, and he said you know Coach Wise is going to be mad he's going to be cussing and he said I don't give a Mm-hmm. You know,
5: mm-hmm. he
1: said, but I'm telling you, I looked at you. He said, O-line, I don't care if you have to gouge, poke, stab. I mean, it wasn't as nice as I'm saying, you know, grab, you know.
5: I Whatever. Yeah. I <laughs> want
1: you to know that d- they better not hit my quarterback.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I gave up the only <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> But Stop. other than that, they didn't touch our quarterback. Other than that, they did not touch our quarterback. And he looked over at the quarterback, which was uh, the kid from Notre Dame. Burline. Burline, He said, Burline. he said, I don't care if you don't complete but one pass. Do not throw an interception. Get rid of that ball. Give our offensive line a chance. Mm -hmm. He said, I mean this. He said, I am not playing. And I'm not not saying it's nice as what he, you know, is how he was saying it. And, uh what was Berlin in the first half probably about
2: no he had like three of 17 <laughs> three or
1: something of seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but but he didn't turn the ball he didn't over he did not turn the ball over and this D-line is similar not with stars but with young talent like this like this uh, team was Great. back in the day and you know I remind, noticed,
2: remind them of that front four
1: yeah we had uh, Seth See, we had Clyde Simmons on the left. Right. Uh, left defensive end. I'm talking about from my left going over. Reggie. We, we had Reggie White on the, on the right. We had Jerome Brown on the left over me. And we had Pitts and Mike Golick sharing the right over the right guard. And then we had Evans in the middle at linebacker. And we had Seth Joyner, one of the greatest athletic outside linebackers you ever want to see. Intelligent to the bone. And I'm surprised that uh, he didn't play long enough to put his name somewhere special. Uh, they had a squad, and they they back end. They uh, I can't even think of the guys they had on that back end. They, they safeties and corners mm-hmm. were outstanding. Yes, they had Muddy Waters. Remember him <laughs> Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters. <laughs> I can't even think of his name. He was a cheap, cheap hit artist, but he could cover and he could make plays. But he he would cheap shot you in a heartbeat. You know, but anyway.
2: Yeah. No. And that was that was I'm
1: sorry to take up all that time. No, no.
2: No. That was kind of the start of where this rivalry is now. Because if you think about it, it it started in the the strike game. Yes. When Buddy got mad. (laughs) uh cuz the cowboys had to play some of their veteran guys and he, they ran an end around for a touchdown so yeah. they had to play him the second time after the strike ended and they were beating the cowboys pretty badly and they were trying to run out the clock and Randall Cunningham the quarterback, uh, they were about at the 10, 5 yard line, something like that, and he took a knee like they were gonna run the clock out. Yeah. yeah. And then on the next play, he faked like he was gonna take a knee and threw a touchdown pass. Yeah. That's great. And yeah. he goes, I'll get Tom Landry. Yeah, yeah. We
1: this rivalry goes back further than that, but it's just by error. But era, it goes back with Bill Berger and all these guys way, way back. But this this was it. And this is where it, it, they, they have always had this defense they got now is nothing new. They have always had great defenses,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and uh, yeah. And that's a great walk down memory lane with these Eagles as we continue here in a moment
6: on mix Shots. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat.
0: tailgates going way past postgame sunday night overtimes followed by monday morning swagger brisket and the smoker miller light and the cool america's team playing america's greatest sport miller light the only beer of the dallas cowboys dallas cowboys football tastes like miller time celebrate responsibly
3: 2023 miller brewing company fort worth texas
0: To mix shots.
4: Head to AT&T Stadium on Saturday, November 11th to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Celebrate Veterans Day with a special presentation from the Color Guard and Junior ROTC drill team, plus a 21-gun salute. Take a tour of AT&T Stadium. Get autographs from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and alumni. Play games. Head outside to Miller Lighthouse and even play on the field. Visit AT&TStadium.com slash Rally Days for tickets and more information.
2: So, Nate Newton here on mix Shots with Savannah, Mickey, and Nate sitting in for Bill. And you're taking up two people, Bill yeah. and yeah. Everson, by the way. All the way. Bill's got uh, more work to do uh, tonight. Rangers have a chance to clinch their first World Series in their history. That began in 1972 when the team moved from Washington, D.C. to Arlington, Texas. That must have been a shock, right? You're in Washington, D.C., <laughs> and now you're in Arlington, Texas, hmm. in basically a minor league stadium. What, it is the Senators or something like that? Yeah, the Washington Senators. As a matter of fact, the guy that moved with them just passed away. Frank Howard, wow. big, tall, burly first baseman, came uh, with them from the Senators to, to the Rangers. So Nate was talking about that sack game. It was 11 sacks. Uh, in 1991, and if I remember correctly, uh, the game was a. It was a night game, maybe. No, it was it was a day game. It was a day game. Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And I the mean, cowboys. The, the nightmare got, was them. The cowboys got beat. <laughs> uh, the cowboys got beat uh, 24 to nothing. 24 to nothing, and then they came back in that second to last game of the season. Uh, and beat Philadelphia 25-13, and that was the Kelvin Martin uh, touchdown return uh, on that punt with Ike Ike Holt making the big block. I I can still see it in front of me, as a matter of fact. And they clinched a playoff berth, and I remember the uh, plane ride home. It was was pretty darn rowdy. Yeah, man, we got taken off our shirts. They didn't need any fuel (laughs) in the plane, I can tell you that, right? Uh, hmm. And that's when. Thank God for
1: no social media.
2: And that and, and that was when uh, Mark Tuane chested up Skip Baylors, remember? Yeah. the yeah. Back of the plane. Skip had said Skip the Cowboys. Skip been
1: through some things, man. <laughs> he
2: had, he had <coughs> said or written that the Cowboys would never get to the playoffs with Mark Tuane at left tackle. Mark Tuane, Nate Nooney, Kevin Gogan. And uh, they clinched it, and he was on the flight. Uh, and it's a long story. But, uh, yeah, that was. Uh, and then in, in 92, if you remember, you played Philadelphia. Uh, that was the Monday night game out there. And it was a big buildup to the game. Uh, and there was parties going on outside the stadium. It was amazing. It was at Philly. It was at Philly. The Cowboys came in at 3-0. I think Philadelphia might have been 3-0, too, at the same time. And the Eagles beat the Cowboys thirty-one to seven, but but they came back uh, later in the season, beat them twenty to ten, and then had to play them in the playoffs again, and skunked them thirty-four to. You know, we we weren't we joking. <laughs> we went out. So that gives you a backdrop to what this rivalry has been, and I would imagine that this will be a big deal on on Sunday. It with, will. It with just, the Eagles seven and one, the Cowboys five and two.
1: You need that statement game. Just let the league put the league on notice. Just put the league on notice that we, we are here. We're here to stay. Uh, this, this is our third year of winning. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since we had three years of winning. Uh, you cannot like Coach McCarthy. You can or whatever. It don't matter. When, when you when you win and you continue to win. And and then you you but you need that statement game mm-hmm. and so sooner or later he got to give them that statement game you know this is
4: it yeah this is your time to do yeah, it and the team yeah. you know they feel that too you know yeah. you this is the pressure is on and they know that they know how big this this game is coming up on Sunday and even in the press conference earlier uh, coach was being asked a couple of questions and he was like honestly like my mind's been seventy two hours of straight. Eagles, like yes. he, he wouldn't answer a couple of the questions because he was like, "I've just been thinking about the Eagles." That he's, you know, they're all feeling the pressure and they know what they need to do.
1: The, 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 yes, and the thing is, that's that's he knows that he's a winner. He knows the importance of of this game, win, lose, or draw. He knows it's important, and he know he can't leave this game with, with you know, like I say, winning and losing is everything. I, I agree a hundred percent. But you can't leave this game thinking it's the end of the world, even with a win or even with a loss. You can't leave this because you still have, uh, what, nine, ten, nine after that. You, this, this is a long season. You have to keep stacking, keep building, and keep doing it in the right way. The pre-snap penalties cannot be uh, an issue. Uh, blown assignments cannot be an issue. It's one thing to get beat, you know, because a guy is better or a girl is better. But it's another thing to be like, wow, I didn't play my best game. Well, why? Well, I had three offsides. I, have, I had two holdings. Uh, I, I blew four coverages. You don't right. want to lose a game like that. Uh, well, we was looking in the backfield. Uh, they got us with eye candy. Uh, they, di- you, you have – our defense has been up on the coach now three years. Am I correct?
2: That's right. Mm-hmm. This is no, third more. Year. no more. No more. No
1: more. No more. Uh, I'm always picking on Jay Lou because I love him, and that's my guy. And so, you know, Mick don't like him because he's a short guy. But anyway, not, not nothing personal. It's just the, the height that gets Mick. Uh, do your job. Don't do nothing else. Mm-hmm. Don't think that you saw something. If you got the slot receiver, he come down inside, and you're supposed to ride him all the way across, ride him all the way across. Mm-hmm. Don't say, oh, I saw a fr- uh-uh. No, ride him all the way across. If you're a guard, I mean, if you're a defensive tackle and you see that that guard step down inside of you, step down and get solid. Don't run out because mm-hmm. something's coming. Do your job. Read your keys. React from there. Play solid football. Let your talent
2: take over. That simple. It is, man. It is. It is. Well, we've got a minute or two left. Uh, Savannah, do you have any eagle questions for Nate that he needs to expound on?
4: Uh, You know, actually, uh, what I did appreciate about the last game on Sunday was our ability to clean up some of those penalties. And I think that's super big going into this week as well. And I just want to hear both of your thoughts on it. because I think it was only... Three maybe mm-hmm. in the game because I know after the Chargers game that was a huge thing they talked about is right. cleaning up the penalties and I think that'll be super key for Sunday as well.
1: Yes, uh, you don't need to pre-snaps. The other some penalties happen. I mean, you know, some penalties mm-hmm. happen. You know, a guy's better than you. You know, you he get he double moves you in your corner. You reach out and grab him.
6: Mm-hmm. Some
1: things happen. I understand, but. To to have too many men on the field, or not enough men on the field, lining up in the backfield when you should be up on the line. Uh, no, you can't. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't don't hurt yourself. You you on the road, you know you on you on the road. Go over all of this in practice, and move as fast as you can in practice. That much as coach allow you, move as fast as you can, so you can almost get as close to real time as you can, uh, and give yourself a chance. You know, uh, adversity is coming. This is what I'm preaching. Adversity is coming. Do not let one bad play by a ref or by your own teammate or another guy getting away with something change the whole. uh,
4: Momentum. uh, Yes.
1: Momentum is earned. And once you get it, don't release it. You know, and uh, I know I sound like Jason Garrett. A lot of people may be like, I don't hear the Jason Garrett speech. But Jason Garrett got it from Jimmy. Jimmy got it from Bill Parcells. It came from great people. Mm-hmm. And he Bill Parcells probably got it from somebody else who got it from Vince Lombardi. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you, you this team has not. And you say Miss Savannah play with a lead. You may not get a lead, but but Parsons has to be big. You mean yes. Uh, Curtis has to be big. Uh, Jonathan Hankins has to be big. I ain't ain't, ain't talking about players that haven't been there before or haven't made plays. I'm talking about guys that have made plays for us. Right. Deron Bland got to sit, 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 be patient, be patient, be patient. And when the play is presented, hey, Bland, make the play. I ain't asking for – A guy that ain't never made a play to make a play. I'm talking about guys who are normally making plays and doing their jobs at normally a high level to continue to play at that high level. But hold everybody to you got to to discipline. You got to be disciplined. That's what Coach Johnson would tell me, Nate. I know you're gonna say or do something crazy here pretty soon, (laughs) but we don't need for you to get out of character too soon mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying now when we, we got this game won then if you want to do something crazy go do something crazy
2: but do not mess <laughs> up this game stay on side
4: <laughs> you know yeah same message today you know words
2: to play by from Nate Newton here on Mix shots and thank you for filling in uh these thank you couple days this has been great and uh, Savannah and I, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I think we have our guys back. If they better not, better show up, man. Yeah,
1: what wow. you, this is a big game. Everson has no excuse. You don't. We don't. But <laughs> he's not in Arizona, Bill, Yeah, we right? know what
2: Bill is doing. What? What is Everson doing? Well, you know what? I don't know. Bill would have to take off pretty soon because uh, he's got to work tonight he'd be pulling Phoenix, an all-nighter right? Yeah. yeah right see how tough he is to get here uh in time for mick shots because there's no game tomorrow by the way but it's also stuff to cover right yeah so we'll see what happens but appreciate you being here buddy
5: thanks yeah. always
2: great savannah and if nothing else savannah and i'll be here exactly tomorrow doing mick shots on DallasCowboys.com. see you guys